Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If he kicks this, he can shave whichever part of his body he wants. Welcome to part two of the Attacking Scrum podcast. Time now to concentrate our efforts on the Wales versus England game. Dan, gut feeling, how are you feeling now with under a week to go? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be getting much sleep now with, uh, with a week to go. I'm feeling, feeling quite confident, actually. Yeah, I'm, um, I think we're in, a, we're in a, a you know, good shape, good position. Off air, um, you said we'll win it. Yeah. I do think we'll win it. We can win it. Um, it is going to be. It's going to be intense, isn't it? Do you think that it's? Um, I mean, it's, it's always a massive game, Wales England, right? And I and I've said numerous times that I struggle. I struggle to enjoy the build up to it. I know loads of people look forward to it, and they absolutely love it. Like, I really, really struggle, particularly living in London. It's <laughs> yeah. just like just the thought of losing the game fills me with dread but this year is it even bigger knowing that both sides are on for the slam if they you know if they to get the win in it the only two sides left who are able to do that and it being a world cup year and England have rediscovered their form is it even bigger this year than than it has been in previous encounters well I think it is yeah because <clears throat> both sides haven't uh, haven't lost have they I don't think that the the with it being a World Cup year, um, for me personally, anyway, doesn't doesn't make a huge amount of difference. I just think the tournament itself is just the best annual tournament there is out there, and we don't often find ourselves in a position where you know two sides are going up against each other with with neither side having lost. So it's just it's a massive, massive game, isn't it? This one, um, if England win it, 
they'll win the Grand Slam for me you know comfortably oh I think they'll struggle um, to it you know yeah. Scotland, at, Scotland at home Scotland home and Italy yeah you know and Italy at home so two, two, two blue sides there. yeah I mean Italy they'd beat home or away but Scotland at home they'll you know Scotland yeah. don't travel very well so this is this is the cup final this is the for, one for, for England isn't it it is yeah and we st- obviously we st- you know, if we win you know we've then got a, a, a difficult game against uh, against Scotland yeah we? and uh, an Ireland as well but for me I think that Scotland game would be the if we, if we, if we were to beat Scotland we'll beat Ireland but it's it's going to come for me this game it's going to come down to um, uh, to, to, to the physical the physical battle we have got them if we can match if we can match England up front and in um, uh, you know then we're in we'll win alright well let's move straight on to fact or fiction because I've got a horrible feeling you're about to trade on going, my, I was, first, my first uh, I was, my first I was ready to go with um, so the first one of this fact or fiction if you've not listened before is where we debate five statements and decide whether they are true or false the first one of these never mind the selection at 10 this game will be won or lost at the breakdown fact or fiction Dan oh I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fiction on this one. Um, well, <laughs> I think the the physical nature of this game that it's not just the breakdown. So it's the collisions. It's everything about it's everything about the game. So I suppose that's why I'm saying fiction. Mm. Um, for me, whoever whoever's winning those collisions is then going to win. Is then going to you know is going to win the game because I think England looked like it's very very. You know they're very any side's very different on the back on the back foot, aren't they? And we we just need to make it difficult for Farrell. It's he's such a he's such a clever player, such a good player, and he makes them really tick. That if we can get them going on the back foot, they're just not they're just not walking onto the ball, but they're actually they're actually taking a couple of steps back. I, I think we've got the we've got the we've got the players to to really really cause them some issues. Um, so uh, yeah, the break you know the, the the breakdown will be important. And this year, with them having Curry, they've actually found they've actually found a very very good seven, mm. haven't they? Um, Underhill, you know, would have been probably would have been there or thereabouts, wouldn't he as well? I he think he'd have probably started. He hadn't picked up his if he injury. Picked up the injury. Yeah, um, but he's a he's a he's a top player, Curry. Um, but I just think Tipperick will will have the will have the game of his life. I think he'll be he'll be radish in this one. Yeah, I mean, we're going we're gonna to talk about selection in the last part of this podcast because, again, it's, it's going to be an absolutely fascinating one. But something that was touched upon last week when we had, uh, when we had Stefan Thomas on, he was saying that potentially looking at playing Thomas Young would be a really interesting angle because of his skills at the breakdown. I know you're a big Justin Tibbrick fan, as am I. How confident are you in his ability at the breakdown with it being such a key area? Yeah, I'm conf- I'm I'm confident in 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 Tipperick's, uh you know Tipperick's ability at the breakdown, and I think with us having um, you know Navidi, you know Navidi on the park as well, he'll um, you know he causes he causes quite a bit of damage at the breakdown as well, doesn't he? So I think it, I know it was a, it was a good it was an interesting um, interesting call by Steph there. Um, he 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 is very very good at the breakdown, isn't he? Keeps it 
he keeps it sort of when it's a narrow when it's a really when it's a really narrow game, which I think it probably it probably will be. I don't think England are going to be you know they're going to be playing off 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 nine and ten, aren't they? Those close knit channels. There is a lot to be said for maybe having Thomas Young in there. Plus, he you know he he's used to getting sort of personal wins over over the English boys, isn't he? He mm. knows how they play. So. I think I mentioned I mentioned it a couple of a couple of weeks back that maybe maybe start Thomas Young against England somewhere in the back I have row. To, I have to have a rummage around through the podcast. Yeah, go, yeah, go back of them. My my main one wasn't wasn't uh, on Steph's point about the about the the breakdown. Was mm. just the fact that he knows them, he knows the players. So it's just it's small wins, isn't it? It's little margins that can make the difference. Um, so, but yeah, I'm. I'm I'm more than comfortable with Tipperick in there. I just think he's been he's been on fire. Um, equally, though, if we do if we were to go with a, with a Tom, with Thomas Young at seven, I'd be happy with that as well. Okay, um, who, who gets you? Well, we'll talk about that later on. Dan, stop messing up my running order. Um, we'll go on to we'll go on to selection there um, in the last part of the show. Let's move on to second fact or fiction though. Eddie Jones is right. The Millennium Stadium is not a fortress. Fact or fiction? Yeah, it's a it's a fact, isn't it? Really, it's not it's not a fortress. Um, you know, we've had some good wins, but we've had some we've had some good losses there as well. So, yeah, he's right. It's not lost a game there since twenty seventeen. Yeah, but I I I don't think we can call it we can call it a fortress just yet. Um, I think a lot of sides enjoy playing at Cardiff. That's the main problem, isn't it? Yeah, people. You know, it's. Just the position of it as well, isn't it? It's right in the centre of town. Everything about it is... You just feel that atmosphere mm. as soon as you get there. And I think it's... You know, it's where the... It's, it's where a lot of the actual the actual rugby... The top top players want to play. They they say it's their favourite... A lot of them say it's their favourite their favorite ground. Yeah. Just, it, it, you know... So it kind, of, it kind of goes against us a little bit, doesn't it? I think it does, actually. You know, you speak to any of the... Oh, how many times do you see a, a Southern Hemisphere uh, international, in particular, say how much they're looking forward to playing there because of the atmosphere, because of the you know, especially with the roofs closed and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I think you're right. It, it has it has been difficult for us, and I don't know what it is, but we need to turn it into a fortress. You know, winning your home games. Look at what Scotland have been able to do at Murrayfield. All right, admittedly they've had a couple of a couple of losses of late, but their whole resurgence has been built on home form, really. And we've been, you know, we have always, it's never necessarily been an advantage to us playing at home for as long as I no, can remember. It's been a much, a much more advantage for other sides, isn't it? Than it has been, than it has been for us. So, yeah, you, know, you think about England and, um, and Ireland at the Aviva or, or Lansdowne Road. It's been, yeah, you're right. It's been so much more of an advantage for them playing at home than it has for us. You feel like we could lose to anyone at home on our day. And we more or less have. And I don't know quite why that is. I know there's the element of people enjoying it, but I don't know why we can't, we can't make it such a, you know, make it a feared place to go. Because we know what it can be like. You know, that England, that England game in mm. 2013 is the oft kind of... Oh, what the, the example that yeah. is often shown as, as being that's what the atmosphere should be like and that's... That that is it. It's it's most um, you know when it, it can kind of turn into a cauldron, but um, I don't know. It, it does it does frustrate me that it that it can be it can be a boost for other sides playing there rather than for us. 
Yeah, well, hopefully we'll start, you know, hopefully we're starting to address, you know, we're not there yet, are we? But we're, um, we've got a good number of wins under our belt now, so just, just need to continue, keep it going. But I mean, yeah, make no mistake about it, though. this is, this is a, you know, this is a step up to to what we've been playing of late. And even, oh, yeah. you know, even if you look last year, we had all the Blues at home. Scotland, who we managed to, you know, we just kind of blew them away on the first game. And then our reserves beat Italy and we beat the French in what was one of the worst games and the worst atmospheres I've ever experienced. So it's, um, yeah, you know, that, that home form, perhaps from Six Nations last year, doesn't read particularly interesting. But I want to get your, um, get your take on form, to be honest. And I was going to say this, so Wales's form going into this game is irrelevant, fact or fiction. It's irrelevant to the result. Fact. Yeah, I think I, I'm not concerned at all about uh, uh, about the fact that you know we haven't played particularly well mm. um, in the first two first two games. We've got two wins away from home. We will definitely turn up turn up on Saturday for England, no doubt about it. So it doesn't concern me. Because we have thoughts to, on it. Yeah, I mean we've turned up in. You think back to 2017. I remember watching that game with you at London Welsh, and we'd we'd struggled going we'd struggle going into that game. And it was the year it was disrupted with Rob Howley coaching with Gatland on his Lions uh, on his Lions sabbatical and all that kind of stuff. And we turned up and we really fronted up in that game, despite having got you know got off to a really unconvincing win over Italy. And we gave you know remember Ross Moriarty had the game with all the fifty five minutes of his life before being taken off. Um, we just looked every time we had the ball, we looked like causing trouble at, at you know in, in George Ford's channel. And so, you know, that England game, I think the players always step up. Even when we were crap in the 90s, you always step up your game for England. And and I think that will happen again. And only now is, you know, we have a a side that has the, the structure to it and the personnel and the depth to be able to take England on. Don't get me wrong, their form in the last two games is much more impressive. But... We've still got two wins without having really got going yet. Yeah, we haven't come out. Of, we haven't, you know, we haven't got going at all, have we? And they're they'll they are, you know, the smart money would 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 probably be on England, wouldn't it? Just the way in which they're playing at the moment. But we'll we'll be there. Also, you know, the Welsh coaches will have had the players for two weeks, so they'll be you know they'll know exactly the type mm. of the type of game plan we want to we want to play. And um, yeah, we've always. You know, when we come, when we when it's come down to, when there's been a big, big game, Gatland tends to just switch switch them on, doesn't it? We tend to, you know, I don't know whether we were mentally weak. There was all that chat for many, many years, wasn't there? About when we play in certain sides, we maybe switch off a bit. Mm. Um, we won't switch off for this game. It's huge. The thing that we that we've mentioned on here a couple of times, as well, is like look back at all of the all of the grand slams. You know, the grand slams we've won in in years gone by, and. There are there are lucky results in there. There are, you know, Fran- the the France game in in two thousand and five in particular, a home to England in two thousand and five. You know that Henson penalty, we're kind of lucky to get out of that. Two thousand and eight, we were getting battered by England. And there were some poor performances as well. There were some poor in amongst these yeah. these grand slams. So yeah, it's often you know it's often the sign of a, of a you know of a pretty good side as well, isn't it? When you you still get your wins and you're not playing you're not playing particularly well. Yeah, two thousand and twelve, we had a very fortunate penalty in the last minute against Ireland. You know, you need a bit of luck, and you can't be blistering for five games in a row. It just doesn't happen. Ireland's Grand Slam last year, as we said, 
it took a last minute miracle drop goal from Johnny Sexton to do it so I'm not worried I think you just have to beat them judge Wales on what happens on Saturday don't judge them on what's happened to this point because if Wales beat England all of a sudden it puts a, a massive amount of gloss on um, on those two unconvincing victories and it just becomes right the slam is on there yeah I'm with you we're both in the same camp on that then yeah I think we are um, alright next one I've already spoken about the uh, the breakdown Wales's line out woes shouldn't be a worry fact or fiction uh, fiction I think it is a bit of a concern yeah because we need we got the line out's got to got to function very very well. We we can't be coughing at ball to, to to England. They're too dangerous, aren't they? They've you know they've they've looked yeah devastatingly good, haven't they? Um, with ball with ball in hand, mm. um, the kicking game. They've kicked is it more. They've kicked it more than anyone, haven't they? You know they they've kicked it to to great effect. They've yeah. they've they've exploited. They basically identified a couple of weaknesses, haven't they? And they've. And they've done it, done it to perfection. You know, f- they've got their backline is very, very different now to an English backline that we've seen, haven't we? With the, with the options, you know, Slade, great kick, great kicking option, Daly, great kicking option, Farrell, we know, and um, Youngs as well. He's you know he's put he's put in some decent mm. kicks as well. So um, they they've got they've got sort of I suppose kicking threats all over the park, which we haven't we haven't we haven't all they haven't always had. Um, particularly the big one, I think, is 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 daily, is daily coming in because we've always known, you know, in the past you've they've been a little bit limited, and uh, with the way in which that that particular fullback that uh, isn't often isn't liked that much, is he? Mm. Um, plays so I think he's he's a huge part of why England. Uh, uh, Sort of scoring some some decent tries. He is, and he started the tournament very well. But make no mistake, if you, coming into this tournament, everyone was saying Elliot Daly hasn't made the fifteen shirt his own. What's changed? I. <clears throat> well, they've they got two wins, haven't they? And, and they you know convincing wins. Yeah. Um, but what's changed with him to all of a sudden make it feel like we should be, you know. Look at Wales, right? Wales are going to be without Lee Halfpenny, presumably. And we've got Liam Williams there who started three tests for the Lions at fullback. And again, we, we discussed last week, he does have some flaws to his game at fullback. But everyone has been very quick to jump on this English bandwagon. And I get it. They've been two very, very impressive performances. But to say that we should be, you know, we should be fearing Elliot Daly now, he's, you know, he's, he's still making that, that jersey his own. He, he's, I, he's a class operator. I really like him. But... You know, I, I just think again, there's we can't get dragged into this inferiority complex just because it's England. You know, England's two games ago weren't looking. You know, no one would have said they'd have, they'd have gone and beaten Ireland. I think we have to believe that that we can go and do it, and we can we can get the edge over them. Um, yeah, and you know, just I, they've 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 got a lot better balance in their in every every part of their selection. But I'd say I'd say in in, in attack. He's very good. I actually think we can ident- he, he can we can identify a couple of weaknesses in in his game as well, mm. though. To 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 be honest, um, on the defensive side of things, and we saw, you know, we saw. So I was at that that French, the French game mm. when they played against France, and they did get exposed a bit on on 
in the outside channels. France made 12 line breaks yeah. during that game. Way more than England did, but France didn't look like it finished their dinner that Yeah, they were, just, it was, they were just really poor, weren't they? But they, they did cause England problems at times. So there's, there's a, there was enough in that game for the Welsh management to go, right, if we play... If we play to our, you know, to our strengths, we manage to get. We need to get on. We need to get on the outside channel. They want. They're going to want to play really narrow, I think. Um, and then with yeah. a, with a cute kicking game mm. for, from England, um, there's. They're not. You know, we can break them down. I do. I do think that, and I think Daly is is, you know, is someone that we could exploit. Mm. What part of his game do you think? We well, can I think I think positionally. So if we can. It comes back to our kicking game then, mm. doesn't it? If, if our kicking game's got to be absolutely on point, and uh, to be honest, it hasn't been. It, it, uh, you know, we, we've, kicked, we've kicked loosely at times, haven't we? Certainly over the last, sort of, last 12 months, we've, we've seen quite a bit of aimless kicking. Um, well, the, the tactic under Gatland has historically been keep the ball on the field and back our fitness, keep the ball in play and back our fitness to, to come through the other side. More often than not, it has worked in the Six Nations. I would say, um, yeah, I'd be wary of doing. I'd be wary of, uh, of 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 that with you know kicking, kicking, kicking it to him, letting him come onto the ball, and then running it back at us. I think we we we've got to be behind him, um, or him actually, you know, little little chips over the top, so he's coming onto the ball because positionally you can move daily around a bit. You know, he's not the most experienced fullback, mm. um, and that's where. You know, if it looks like we're going to be without half, without we're going to be without half penny, but there was just something so reassuring about having him in, in in the Welsh side. I think if he's not there, then we're going to have to ch- you know really change the way in which we play. But there's enough in that. In there's enough. Um, there's a few chinks in 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 the way in which England play that we can exploit, and they're all there if you watch back that the the performance against France. This question was initially about the line-out. How have we gone on and spent 10 minutes talking about Elliot Daly? Let's bring it back to the line-out. Obviously, it didn't fire against Italy. It was, I think that was mainly down to personnel changes. I think when you have wholesale changes in, in the pack, it's going to become more difficult. No matter how much you train together, there's not that familiarity. You know, how many test matches have, have Ken Owens and Alwyn Jones and Justin Tipperick lined up you know, on the same side. I don't know off the top of my head, but plenty. And I think that that was definitely a part of it, in my opinion. Oh, um, yeah, undoubtedly. It was, you know, you could see, you know, Elliot D and Beard, they, you know, it, did, it, didn't, it didn't work, did it? Mm. Um, and I think also the Italians were quite clever in the way they were closing the, they were closing the gap as well. So the officials missed a few, uh, didn't pick up on, the fact that they were closing that gap quite cleverly. Mm. Conor O'Shea is always, and Mike, he always he always finds a few little, yeah. a few little bits that he can, you know, sort of that sort of disrupts um, other sides. And he does it really well, and he did that. He managed. He, 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 you know, identified that if we if we can if we can stop Wales getting some clean ball, we're gonna we're gonna make it difficult. And I thought that was you know that was a big part of why they uh, why we struggled out there. We just we just couldn't get that go forward ball because we had enough the backs the backs that are there could have caused damage couldn't mm. they if we could have kept all the ball um, but coming on to the line out um, because we're going to need to win all of our ball um, I think there's a big big shout please don't talk about selection there's a big big shout please don't talk about selection 
to see you partners Alan win <laughs> <laughs> and, excellent yeah. perfect segue our team yeah. selection is coming up very very shortly last one for fact <laughs> or fiction a lot has been made about injury news over the last uh, 10 days or so so the final fact or fiction is this Bigger Halfpenny Itoje Vunapola all of the chat about injuries has been down to mind games from the two coaches fact or fiction I'm going to say fit I'm going to say fiction mm-hmm. um you know we 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 wonder don't we now whether um you know as soon as there's a, an injury you know a little a little injury of saying is it is it mind games I think the the the, the guys are you know they're definitely carrying you know carrying knocks I mean, the latest one were bigger now his his knee was heavily strapped wasn't it I think um in the in the game just yeah didn't he go into the game with it yeah. having picked up a yeah mark? so I think I think um you know, there might be a little bit of mind games in linked into it as well, but I do think they are the you know, the guys that are there's definitely injuries in and around there, so they're not they're not it's not fictional. I mean, the the media makes so much about it, though, don't they? You know, it's the, the particularly going into a game like this, so much is made around well, they, around the, injuries. Yeah, the me- I think it, you know it generates it generates clicks for them, it generates headlines for the tabloids. The it's, media want to find, don't they? They want to find they want more mind games. I don't I don't think there's been many to be honest. I think. It's just what the media have, uh, have sort of created, really. It's, uh, you know, people have been, you know, the coaches have been fairly quiet, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I think, well, I, think Gat- I think Gatland has been. I think Eddie's put a bit of, you know, little few bits and pieces out there, but it's not been, it's no. not been full-on verbal warfare, has it? You know, I think, no, it's I think both sides now find themselves in a position where they want to do the talking on the pitch and... There's going to be there's going to be no hiding place from it. This game is going to be isn't going to be won or lost by mind games. I really don't think it is. I think um, I think both sides are too strong for for all that kind of caper this yeah. time round. I don't think there's a, an advantage in in either coach kind of really winding up the mind game stuff. And I, I just think I think a hundred percent this game is going to be won on on what happens. Um, in those key areas, like the line out, like the set, you know, the set piece, like the breakdown, like the collisions, that's that's where this game is going to be won or lost. I don't think it's one where either side is going to be sufficiently spooked by a mind game to no um, to cause that kind of trouble. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm. I think that's why that's why we haven't seen so many. Mm. You know, the, the the press want them, the coaches aren't giving them because. It's just going to be so tight. They're concentrating on concentrating on other things, and there has been a time, hasn't there, when mind games has has sort of got into people. It isn't going to have any any bearing at all with 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 the English and Welsh side now. Yeah, no, I don't think it does. And you know, Gatland has has enjoyed it over the past. He himself has admitted he's he's cooled he's yeah, cooled that down cooled a bit down from it. Yeah, and yeah, I just don't. I don't think I don't think it's ever particularly helped us out massively. No, whenever we've heard it. In the past, you've always gone, oh, just, it, it doesn't, it's not sort of, uh, we're not used to it, are we? No. I think as, as, as a sort of nation, Wales, you just want to, we always want to be sort of you know, the underdog yeah. and yeah, just, just lay low, lay low and um, yeah, just try and do the, do the, do the talking on the pitch. But um, so it's always been a little bit uncomfortable. So I'm quite happy that uh, there's not so much chat now. Yeah, no, I, I'm as well, actually. And uh, Can we yeah, please talk about selection? There's enough to worry about. So Dan Kelly <laughs> itching. is itching to, keep still. Is itching to talk about selection. So right after the break, we're going to talk about who would make it into our respective sides. 
Robert Jones. Nicely out to Emir Lewis. Emir Lewis is checking up, goes Yayan Evans. Yayan Evans is away. Can the cap Welsh captain make it? He's going to do it. And it's a try for Wales. And the Welsh captain has scored his eighth and his 33rd international. Right, Dan. How do you want to do this? We can either pick a, co- a combined side to face, uh, you know, again, as we've done in the past, I, yeah. I put the forwards, you pick the backs, or we could pick two separate two separate 15s, depending on how um, how, about we, how you're feeling. How about we go combined, but there's bound, there's bound to be, if you're making a different call to, and vice versa, yeah. then, we'll, then we'll, we'll, we'll voice it. All right, we'll do combined. Because I reckon I get the they're going to be different. I get the final say-so over the forwards, you get the final over the backs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um... All right, we'll just start in the front row. For me? Yeah. Rob Evans, Ken Owens, Tom Francis. Agreed. I'm going same. Yeah, I think, look, it's a strong... Um, they've gone well. The scrum actually has been a... Scrum's... An area that I yeah. think has been good, um, yeah. you know, in in the large parts. Um, Samson Lee actually, I think, had a good game against, I thought he played uh, well. against Italy. Yeah. Um, he's getting through a lot of work, isn't he? He's getting through a lot of work, but again, I, you know, I think the ability to bring him off the bench... Is is a really intriguing one. I think Francis has done enough to keep his to keep his place, especially if England are going to uh, you know are going to be forced into making a change at loose head. So exactly who comes in, we're not sure at this stage. But yeah. losing Mako is a you know that's an ex- I know scrummaging isn't necessarily his, his strongest suit, but he's so experienced. That's a that, massive loss. That's a massive loss for them, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I think we need to be t- we need to be targeting. You know, please can we. Can our scrum go well? Yeah, um, and we want we want our, our strongest our strongest scrummaging outfit, don't they? I think they're, they're you know Rob Evans. How good a scrummager you know is he? There are potentially calls for you know could we have you know could there be a you know a stronger scrummager there maybe against England? But we, you know, I'm not worried about his scrummaging. If I'm honest, I think he's a good scrummager. You know, I think he makes the most of what he's got. Um, I never, you know, he's not a destructive loose head, but what he offers you around the park, I think, is you know, is his real strength. Yeah, not just, and he's the, not a poor scrummager, is he? No, so I mean, exactly. It's, yeah, I think he, he he just about gets he gets gets that gets that shit. I don't. Know, I think I for me, I think he's he would comfortably be my number one okay. at the moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he gets he gets the nod for me, but sticking with the scrum, you're only as good as the. The bulk you've got behind you. Now this is yeah. And with that in mind, partnering Alan and Jones, I think Alan Beard, you go again. I think that's the way we'll go, but I would I would actually have I'd start Corey. Would you? Yeah, I think because the line out is so key mm. and I was itching not to I wanted to talk about it earlier, but he he's a He's a, an integral part of our of our lineup when it's gone well. You know, he calls the shots. I think he works really well with 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 um, with Alan Wynn, mm. and he's a, he's a smart player and a leader. And I think that for for this game, I'd go with Corey Hill partnering Alan Wynn. In a way, I think he's almost suffered from how well he's performed off the bench because he kind of inherited that jersey because of a couple of injuries. Impressed. There's no doubt about it. He impressed. The Welsh management when he first got the when he first got that four shirt, you know, and then ended up captaining them on the summer tour. 
they really rate him. They yeah. rate him very, very highly. And but again, over the autumn, when he came off the bench, it was like letting the dog off the leash. He gives you so much yeah. impetus. He changed. He, he's he's changed the games in which he's come off. Hasn't yeah, he? he's done. Like he's done some really clever plays, which ends up with, which which results in us either either you know pretty pretty much scoring. Um, so that's yeah, a good point you make, actually. So you reckon he's 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 because of the impact he makes. Yeah, I mean, it's why the bench. I, I've not be. been blown away by Adam Beard in this, you know, in this uh, this season. Really, I think he struggled. Do I you? He, yeah, I think he's. I think he struggled. I think we need to see more. You know, we certainly need to see more more from him, but. You know, Gatlin's probably looking looking longer term, isn't he? He's got all the, you know, he's the you know he's the right size, weight, all those things. Maybe it is just game time that he needs to see. I think it is. Through. I think it is, and I think the the sheer bulk is going to be needed in the scrum. Yeah, in the scrum, um, you know, and he's a, he's a good line out operator. He's massive, uh, so you know, I don't think you lose you lose out on too much there. Um, and defending driving lineouts, that's where I think he's he's shown those glimpses, and I think he's got that ability to make the step up and do what Charteris did for us for so many years, and be like that, you know, like that telegraph pole in the middle that just sinks there and stops you from going, you know, is, is like an anchor, just stops the driving more from getting anywhere, and that's gonna that's gonna be a worry against a big England pack if they get that if they get that momentum going, that could be a real threat for them. So. I think you go with that and then knowing that Corey Hill is going to get 20, 25 minutes. You've got no, you know, if you were to pick up an injury, you've got no problems in bringing Corey Hill off the bench because he's good he's enough to start. I just think that he finishes that game and gives you that much more impetus off the bench that that's why I've kind of been been drawn into this. Okay. Well, I'm going, I'm going Corey, yeah, just so that we we absolutely win our win all our lineouts. Jake Ball's a similar kind of player in terms of, obviously, your kind of big ball carrying option. Anything to be said for him? Yeah, there is. I've, I've, you know, it's been a real difficult one for me. This, uh, you know, the second row. He's, um, he brings that real physical edge, doesn't he? So for me, that's why uh, Jake Ball's on the on the on the bench. Um, so, no, so for you, no. If you were picking the side, there'd be no room for Adam Beard. Yeah, I've, he's, he, he drops out, which I don't think will happen at mm. all. But um, yeah, I'd have Jake Ball. We, you know. We, Obviously, we've got to run through the side here, but our our, our bench mm. is you know is it's bringing some bigger impact than the, yeah, than the, the English m- bench. The more I think about it, the more I I think you need a pa- um, sorry replacements who are going to give you real impetus off the bench, and that's why I think Corey Hill falls into that bracket. Not that Jake Ball wouldn't, but I think as the game breaks up, having an athletic, dynamic lock like him on the bench can really really help because he you know he can play back row as well. He's he's got that level of athleticism that he really does get around the park. He's a nuisance at the breakdown, smashes into rucks, and is a you know is an all round athlete. Yeah, so, don't you don't you think though with with you know say Jake Ball coming off the bench, not that you know people are a little bit more tired. He comes on and he's he's playing really aggressively in the narrow in the narrow channels, getting into uh, getting into Farrell's you know Farrell's face, just. You know, clearing out just—it's mm. not—it's not the type of not the type of player you you you'd want to see coming off and onto the park. No, and I don't think I don't think either of them are. To be honest, in I've a got no in a different way. Yeah, I've got yeah. no real concerns with. Yeah, if we manage to stretch England 
and yeah, we start starving them of some ball and you know, like we say, we win the breakdown. I don't think they're going to want to see Corey Hill come on and yeah, I, don't, I don't know, maybe there's not that mental thing with, with Corey Hill, but anyone well, who's watched him play the clever, knows, the, what he, yeah, knows what he does. It's the cleverness of Corey, of Corey, isn't it? So he's, you know, his his ball presentation, his tackling, his you know the way in which he reads the game is 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 superior, I would say, then to to the other second rows, isn't mm. it? He's a he's a thinking second row. He's very very tight. Doesn't make errors. He makes literally zero errors, does he? So yeah, maybe you know maybe it's 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 a close call, isn't it? You know if it's if it's going to be a narrow, you know if the, if the game's going to be quite tight, and then Corey's coming in off the bench. Just to make sure that there's no errors, then yeah, the, he'll make an impact in a different way to Ballwood. Okay, well, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have the final say so on this. I say we go Beard and Alan Wynne Jones. Yeah, back row. We've chatted about it loads of late. Yeah, and we've seen a couple of different, a couple of different lineups from Warren Gatland in these two games. We've seen even more over the, over the autumn. Before we get into who's gonna start. In a way, is it has it been a bit of a weakness for Wales? Well, not a weakness, but like a, ble- a, a almost like a, a curse having so many players to choose from that we've not really been able to nail down exactly what our best row is, uh, best back row is at the moment. I think it's a it's a positive, really. Yeah. Um, you definitely wouldn't you, you you definitely wouldn't want it. Any You'd other. rather it this way, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I think it's you know we've got very very our back row are. They're different players, aren't they? So we can, we are in that fortunate position of of being able to select a different back row depending on the side we're going, you know, we're going up against, which we haven't tended to do. Though you know, Gatland likes he likes continuity, he likes continuity, he likes familiarity, and and playing those same, you know, the the, the same group of players in in pods, um, which I, I get, but I do think moving forward we can we can make a little bit better use of playing certain certain players against certain sides alright well the side in question is England I am going for Moriarty 8 Tipperick at 7 oh. and I'm tired of being proven wrong every time I select a side and don't put Josh Navidi in it so I'm picking Josh Navidi like I don't know what I don't know what it is, but every time I just think, oh well, you know, this time around I'm going to go for Wayne White, or this time around I thought I'm going you were going to go for um, No, I, I, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Justin Tipperick. He's been really, yeah, uh, Navidi. He's been really sorry, Navidi. He's been really impressive, isn't he? Um, he, yeah. If you start you start to doubt him, and then you just see, bloody, he's absolutely everywhere, isn't mm. he? Carrying over the ball. So I'm I'm going with the same back row, um, the same back row as you actually. So we're in the same camp, and uh, who's your who's your bench back row? Aaron Wainwright, Wainwright as well. Yeah, I think he's looked very very good. So for all that chat about Thomas Young, he's uh, not even in the match day twenty three. He isn't. No, um, he's not for me. I think I think Wainwright is such a brute athlete and just. For a guy so young, looks so at home in international rugby. Yeah, he does. He looks. It's almost. You, 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 I'm, I'm kind of expecting him to do something to make you know make a bit of a blunder, but he, he does. He just doesn't, does he? He carries. He's so he's so strong. Um, cuts lovely lines. Um, he's destructive, isn't he? In defence, he, yeah. he, you know, he actually knocks people back. 
holds people up. He seems to have everything, and then he's got a real turn of pace. So because he's played so well, for me, mm. he makes that, you know, he, he, he gets that spot on the bench. I think oh, if the he more had, I think about it, the more I'd be tempted to start him at six. I don't think we can leave out Navidi. No, I don't think you can. You know, because of because of the fact um, that that Toby isn't playing. So if Toby if Toby's playing um, playing eight, but if Toby was playing, would you not pick Moriarty at six? I don't know. I think there's, mm. there may be a call for you know, there may be a call for one of the other players, but it's uh, Moriarty. Navidi Navidi compliments him because he does he does a, he does quite a lot of mopping up work. Mm. Um, I think one of the things in that first game as well, which is as poor as Wales played for the, the bulk of that game, the back row went really well. And Moriarty in particular put in a big shift. He did. He did put um, in a big shift, yeah. But in the first half when things were going badly, you had Navidi popping up with little bonus turnovers or stripping the ball and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm, yeah let's stick with that. Navidi, Tipperick, Moriarty with Wayne right on the bench. Yeah, happy with that. Over to the backs, Daniel. Okay, so <laughs> drafted up the last minute. Yeah, Lloyd Williams, fresh off the back of uh, of that game against Glasgow. Yeah, he is playing well at the moment, isn't he? He is playing well. I can't deny that. And uh, and Steph mentioned him as well. I can he imagine did, you yeah. probably had yeah head in your hands. Like, oh no! I did have a, I did have a little <laughs> chuckle there. Yeah. Um, so I'm going with well, first year at nine. I think again, it's interesting to look back at that French game and the damage. That uh, Dupont caused when he when he when he when he came on, he was he really caused um, England issues. Yeah. So I think if we can pick someone who's slightly you know slightly similar and going to cause problems round the fringes, it's it's it, it, it's Tom, Thomas Williams. It's Thomas Williams. I'm I am torn though because the defensive work that Gareth that that, that Gareth gives because he leads that line, doesn't he? Um, so Tom, you know Thomas, he start he, he he does do that as well, mind doesn't he? But just to to not the same effect. So yeah, it, I've been I've been two and in front, two and in front. But I'm going to go with let, let's let's back Thomas, um, and hopefully he can cause some real issues around that and exploit their their back row. I th- I think in the backs you have to you have to look and go for them right because Ireland tried to play their usual structured game and England gobbled it up. Yeah, and they Ireland Ireland did that against the All Blacks and beat them. And England go- England gobbled that up, and you know the eyeball Johnny we? May yeah. looked so comfortable under it. Daly looked comfortable under it. I think you've got to. Yeah, you're right. You know, if France can make twelve clean line breaks, yeah, then you've got to pick your a back line that, that's capable of doing that. Absolutely, that stat, that stat needs to be there when we're picking the side, doesn't it? And they France opened them up left, right, and centre. Mm. So yeah, Thomas Williams is the nine. Um, is the nine for me? Then that leads quite nicely on to to, to ten. It's it's Gareth Gareth Anscombe, the partners him to the two Cardiff Blues boys. Yeah, mm. um, centres. Oh, is that I, it? We're not. Oh, God Dan, how much time have we dedicated to to who should play ten for Wales on every single pod we've ever done? And you just go, that's <laughs> Gareth Anscombe. Simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, All right. We're working on the basis that Big is going to be fit. We think he will be. I know he hobbled off today, but. It's not thought to be that much. Didn't you know? If you're picking on form, he didn't. He didn't do enough to to warrant the the reversal with his performance against Italy. Admittedly, Anscombe I thought was poor against France, but with drier conditions, if we're saying we've got you know you need to pick a backline that's going to be able to 
to create chances, then you've got you've got to go with those two. That would that would be my assessment of what you've picked there. Yeah, it would be. I think um, having bigger on the bench. You know, we're looking at the bench, and I think we're looking at the bench in a very different way than we ever have done, really, mm. aren't we? Now, because of the the strength and depth mm. that we've now got. Um, so, I think England would prefer bigger to be there, and they probably know the way in which we play with 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 Thomas and Anscombe. They are likely to make probably more mistakes, yeah. more errors, but equally. I think that's the way to beat England. We need to. We're going to have to be a little bit unpredictable. Uh, we're going to have to move them around. Um, we don't just want to. They're going to want to keep it really narrow. And they're arguably at the moment probably the best side in terms of if it's you know if it's just a, a, a an arm wrestle. I I don't think there's anyone better than them right now at this yeah. point in time. So we need to play to our strengths. Yeah, and that's that's not. You know that that's playing those two. I, I believe. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm happy to go along with that. I think Anscombe certainly starts. I'd be happy with either of the other two. I just think that my problem with Gareth Davis is in the start of games where he tries to impose himself defensively. He does it brilliantly. I'm just not sold on his box kicking. And if we get into a box kicking battle, mm. I think they got they they nullified Connor Murray's threat at the yeah. box kick, and he's the best in the world at it. So for me let's get the ball out from the base of the scrum let's move let's move the ball around and let's try and keep this game as quick as you know and quick and fast as possible get a high tempo the yeah. thing is that's the other with him on the bench you can imagine that's the last last person you want to see Gareth Davis yeah, yeah. you're coming up you know 55-60 minutes suddenly he's coming on and if you do oh. make if you do make a clean line break you can guarantee Gareth yeah. Davis will be running the he'll sport be taking line that ball. and yeah. he'll take the ball and he'll score Yeah, because he, yeah, he's a deadly finisher Yeah, happy with that like that a lot centres centres yeah I think um, Owen Watkins had, had a great game his best game I'd say for, 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 for Wales took his you know took his try really well um, good in defence there's a there is a big shout I think to you know, to go with him but for me he, he he narrowly misses out mm. um, and Hadley Hadley gets that shirt I think we need to he'll, he'll help you know he'll help Anscombe and Thomas um, and they're going to need it I think this is this is a monumentally big game for those two and Hadley's just there's that reassuring presence yeah you know generally makes very few mistakes um, I think this is the game that we'll see the real Hadley Parks Wow. Okay. Um, have I convinced you? It's really tricky because I thought Watkin did well. I think Hadley Parks has been a bit short of form all season. Yeah. He's not like the same player. But you know he's the type of player, doesn't he, that can just... Yeah. He's a really calming presence in the back line. Yeah. I just think, again, if you're looking at the more aggressive starting lineup, you know, a back line that's going to cause trouble... I think Owen Watkin does do that, you know, with his, his step and and his kind of ability to be able to, to to spot a gap. It's a tricky one because you know what threat Tuolangi is going to pose. But that's kind of why I'd be tempted to go with Owen Watkin and go, well, rather than just trying to nullify Tuolangi, get someone in there who's who's going to try and rip the ball. And if he rips the ball early, you know, early on, all of a sudden, there's that, that doubt starts to creep in. You go, oh, he's, he's managed to either rip the ball from Vunapola or Tuolangi. And it, that, that is such a weapon that he's got. Yeah, he, does, really it every, think he, he does, does it every game. He does it? do it virtually every game. And I think, look, let's get him in there now and see whether he's capable of doing it. I think he's, I think he's got an outstanding chance of, of getting that shirt for the World Cup. 
But I do think Gatland will go with Hadley Parks. I don't really have a problem with it because this game's so massive. You're the backs coach, it's your call. So, last point on it then. Um, if we bring the bench into it again, Watkin coming off the bench, potentially more of an impact than Hadley? I wouldn't have Hadley Parks on the bench. You wouldn't go with that, Watkin, would you? No. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I think I, you have to go with someone else. I think you have to go with a. Um, you'd probably have to go with like a Hallam Amos and then have um, have North cover the centre which is a bit risky yeah so it's probably it helps to talk about that doesn't it when you're looking at the selection it does help to talk about that <laughs> so yeah alright um, you're going to go you're going to go with yeah, Hadley Parks we're going with Hadley Parks yeah John Fox picks himself of course he does yeah back three <laughs> back three Ooh. now Josh Adams yeah is, is a cert for me yeah I think he's been great yeah is a cert. obviously made that one error with that disastrous kick yeah, that was that he, was hideous. That yeah. he shanked, but I, yeah, I think we'll forgive him for that because he's been, uh, you know, there's been so many positives, isn't there? He's looked really dangerous, and I'd have him. I love, I love the way that he looks to take on whoever's in front of him. It's never a question mm. of oh, I'm just going to truck the ball up. Yeah, he really backs himself. He backs he? himself, and that's made the difference in. You know, the, the whole turning point of that France game was when he um, he beat Valencia. Yeah, just creates a tryout of. He goes, right, that's the second row, I'm having him. Yeah, I don't care if it looks blocked in front, I'm through I'm that going. small guy. Yeah, there's almost there was almost no right with some of these tries yeah. that he scored and, and we he's 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 a, a real dangerous you know, a real threat, mm. isn't he? Um and I'd use him, he's physical as well, so I'd use him in this game. You know that he can he can sort of almost score a try on a sixpence really, he can create something out of nothing, so that's undefendable. Um but I would use him early on coming down the inside channels mm. I really would get, get getting into Farrell's face we've got to we, we've we want to ruffle Farrell why have we stopped doing this with North as well I don't by the know way? yeah but it seemed like last uh, like last year he was back to kind of coming off his wing looking for work and yeah. we were kind of using him uh, using him inside rather than just in the wide channels we need to use them we need to use them both I would say coming down those, you know, coming down those yeah. channels. But just we have to make sure that we don't get turned over, because if we turn over, they'll be putting it in behind. But I would use those guys early, get north, get 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 his confidence up. Um, so, but yeah, Josh Adams, yeah, yeah, and then well, we've 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 gone on to it. So north, yeah, <clears throat> you know, north. Um, we know his, his his defensive problems, but he's always had those for me. He's always been defensive. They're going to target. Yeah, they will target that. They will target him, and I think everyone needs to rally around him. Get mm. get him. Get some. Get him on the ball early. Get early touches. Um, when he's confident, he is, and he's almost. You can't stop him, can you? When mm. he when he's riding high, if his head goes a little bit though, they'll have a bit of a field day, and I think they'll 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 put the ball right on his head, um, time and time again, and they'll get change from it. So. Yeah. Um, I think you've got to be brave in this game, and, and like we say, if you're picking halfbacks like like Thomas Williams and Gareth Anscombe, you're not looking to play a contained game here. Yeah, you're looking to make breaks. And again, if he gets the ball in hand with with half an opportunity, he's an outstanding finisher, and he's huge, and he's very very quick, and he's a brilliantly balanced runner. And that's what that is what he offers. Yeah, he's a natural natural try you know try scorer, isn't he? So his I, I think. You know, and then you look at the other wing. You know, people that could that could play there. And so, I, for me, Jonah Home didn't do didn't do enough. No. Um, to you know, which I was a bit disappointed with. I thought that if he'd had a really good game, I think he's a full um, man. I don't think he's a yeah, winner. Yeah, he he didn't look comfortable, did he? He got he got he made quite a few errors. Um, but if he'd gone, if he played really well, then maybe in a shout for 
you know, because this, if we, if we're going defensively then, but he, he, he was poor. So North, yeah, North, you know, keeps his position mm-hmm. and, um, and then Sanjay at fullback. Yeah. And Liam Williams at fullback. Um, as I'm sure you can imagine, I am, I would be so, so pleased if, uh, if Halfpenny was able to make it. But I think it's... Um, it's unexpected at this stage, given that he's not played a game it is. of any rugby since the Australia Test match. Yeah, and he is someone, isn't he, that needs... He, he is someone that needs confidence. He's a confident... Yeah. And, you know, I think... I just don't think it's... Even if he's fit, I just don't think it's worth... It's worth risking him in, in, in this game. Another point to bring in here. Mm. If Halfpenny is not fit, the goal-kicking duties go to Gareth Anscombe. Are you confident enough in his goal-kicking in a game of this magnitude? Um, I'm not fully confident, no, in all honesty. I don't think we can be, can we? Because his, his percentage is, is, you know, is not high enough. Um, but again, we've got to back, you know, we're going to hopefully play. A You're not high... picking him for goal kicking, are you? You're We're picking not. him to try and to try and score to, tries. To, to score tries, yeah. And he's kicking. He is a good kicker. He's just not proven at at the highest level. So, you know, we're we're looking to play a different game, aren't we? So, I think we've got to go with him. Okay, I like that. It's good confidence. Yeah. And and I think as well, this is where I love bigger coming off the bench. Is look the the reality is is we're not going to be. 25 points ahead of England with 20 minutes to go what's way more what I think is going to be, be really nice. likely is it's going to be tight at that point and probably both sides will have scored a couple of tries and it's going to come down to who can put in the biggest performance in the last 20 and that's where things start to really tense up and biggest decision making at these points is really really strong and then his goal kicking you know one silly error two silly errors you know, Dan Bigger slots you two penalties from forty yards out. Yeah, that's that's where games we win the game. Loss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some. There is something nice about having him come off. You know, come off the uh, bench. So I do hope uh, we all need to. Uh, you know, pray that he is going to be okay. Mm. He obviously came off. Came off today, didn't he? What um, if he isn't? Was it after? I think it was nineteen, 19 minutes, minutes. Yeah. With that knee injury, so. What if he isn't? If Dan, he isn't, who comes on the bench. I mean. The way in which Jared Evans played tonight, he was on fire, wasn't he? But um, monster step up. It is a monster step up for a guy who's never started a Test match. Yeah. I mean, not that he'd be starting, but yeah. I, it, it, I mean, Patchell came off the bench, didn't he, and um, got some game time. He's more experienced, isn't he? It's you know, it's Patchell. I think that gets the uh, gets the spot on the bench if Dan Bigger's um, Dan Bigger's out. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think Bigger will be okay. And yeah, I think you would have to go with, with Patchell there. But I'll tell you what, make no bones about it. Jared Evans is going to be knocking on that door. And I think I think ideally for the World Cup. I mean, as, as a running threat, he's, he's, he's sensational. He's, he's sensational, isn't he? Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, the, the decision-making in, in that England game will True. be... Oh, there's some breath. <laughs> but he would, he would, he would back himself. He would to back himself. Decision, wouldn't he? Like there'd, oh, be, yeah. there'd be no closing up. He would just go, oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm taking him on. I'm going, I'm going on my own. Here. Yeah. Well, yeah. If he, yeah, if he scores, if he, if he was to score three or four tries, we don't need to worry about it. That's him, my so. kind. That's my kind of rugby, Dan, as you know. And uh, I thought we, th- I thought there might be a call for Matthew Morgan somewhere, but uh, he had a big game. <laughs> did have a big, big game. handoff. Did have a big game. Yeah. 
he's uh, you know we all know what he's capable of exactly uh, right let's quickly run through this side then to finish so Rob Evans Ken Owens Tom Francis Adam Beard Alan Wynne-Jones Josh Navidi Justin Tipperick Ross Moriarty Thomas Williams Gareth Anscombe Owen Watkin Jonathan Davis Josh Adams George North Liam Williams and on the bench Elliot D Nicky Smith Nicky Smith Samson Samson Lee and what are we saying for so Corey Hill as the replacement lock Aaron Wainwright as the replacement back row Gareth Davis Dan Bigger did did I say Watkin at 12 no you didn't No, I think I did did you oh well Hadley Park's at 12 I'm Watkin on the bench yeah happy Good side, side. That. It's a good side, isn't it? Very good side. Great bench. Everyone's going to make a difference coming on there. Dan, you're going to the game. I am. I'm going to the game. Yeah, can't wait. Um, yeah, meeting meeting at twelve noon. Oh god! In Cardiff, <laughs> which uh, I beg get someone into. I beg get someone <laughs> to do the podcast on Sunday. Then <laughs> have you got anyone? I, I will have someone lined up. I'm sure. If, um, uh, if you're going to be, if you're going to be starting at twelve noon, tw- tw- twelve noon. So what's that? It's four forty-five kickoff, isn't it? So. <laughs> Got to make sure there's not too many, uh, not too not too many cloudy beers. Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, you got to. It often happens, isn't it, when you go to the game? You've got to watch the game back anyway. Um, but yeah, the atmosphere is going to be electric, isn't it? Me- Score prediction: Wales by six. Whoa! Wow! Like that confidence, like that a lot. Wales by six. Wales by six. Um, I, so earlier on this week I was on another podcast actually I was on a podcast called Head in the Game which is an ESPN podcast and they asked me for a prediction on there and I said Wales 19 England 17 ooh actual score yeah, yeah. well I'm not going to trouble you for an actual score but uh, no but that's uh, that's what I reckon so it's going to be a very narrow Wales by 2 Wales, Wales by, by 6 yeah okay 2 either way two I'd, take it. I'd take it I'd take, take any win yeah. I'd take Wales 3 England nil to be perfectly honest I'd just be happy to happy to get the win but that brings us to a conclusion time for the talking to stop time for the rugby to take over cannot wait for this one we'll be back to talk to you next week with all of the fallout from this game uh, if you haven't listened to the first part of this podcast too this week to so go back and have a listen to that one there's a roundup of all the domestic news and an interview with Matthew Reese in there uh let us know what you think as well and you can do that by getting in touch on Twitter at Attacking Scrum you can like our Facebook page or why not join our Facebook group which is simply called Wales Rugby Fans and as always big thanks to our sponsors at So Coffee Trades if you want to get your hands on some top quality coffee go to socoffeetrades.co.uk thank you for listening we'll be back to talk rugby next week come on Wales I've only got three forwards in the line out and it's been left to Chris Wyatt and how well he did that again Scott Quinnell, a bust by Scott Gibbs, Scott Gibbs is through, Scott Gibbs has scored, what an amazing try. Of all the great goals he's kicked in his life, Neil Jenkins, this will lift the roof, as he's stuck it over, and indeed he has.
Sports Social Podcast Network.